You're listening to the Grieving Mamas Club podcast, a space for moms who are on the wild ride of motherhood while navigating their grief journey. We're Karen Rashida. Between the two of us, we're motherless moms of four toddlers and an angel baby. Together, we're going to feel our feels, but also remind you that there's joy on the journey too. Let's dig in. Hello, listeners, and welcome to season two, episode one of the Grieving Mamas Club podcast. I am so fucking excited to be back on the mic, Kara. We are on that hot, hot mic. Let's go. It's we been a minute. Are. We are. Yeah. Sorry, guys. It has been a minute. <laughs> it has been a minute. The holidays are holidaying. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just a, a, a busy time of year at the end of the year. So Kara and I always end up taking a little bit of a break uh, to yeah. our lives together. But we're back. Um, We have... So much cool content that I'm excited to share with you guys. We've gotten a lot of feedback on the kinds of grief journeys um, that we want to cover, right? Like, I think we're going to do a whole pregnancy and grief series. We're going to talk about adoption. Um, We're going to talk about, we've gotten infertility a couple times as something, um, that they, people want us to cover. So we're going to do that. We're going to, yeah. Spousal loss. Um, one of my very best friends has agreed to come on and talk to us about that, but she's actually expecting a little baby any day now. So we got to wait for her to oh that baby. Out. Oh yeah, she's got to yeah recoup, yeah. adjust. So yeah, so yeah, we're really excited. I'm I'm pumped for where we're gonna take you this year, and as always, honored to get to do this. Absolutely, and I feel like this season will be more about like okay, let's share more stories. Let's get to be let's get some more content out there that's relatable that is hopefully helpful mm-hmm. and it helps you realize that you're not alone in this journey at all it feels even though you're not alone it's, it will still feel lonely at times because no one can experience what you're feeling and it's gonna suck but it's okay it's okay we're yeah. here for you gal of course. And so I thought we thought we'd take this episode to just kind of like catch you guys up on what's been going on in our lives over the last, I don't know, eight weeks, and then jump back into the griefy, the griefiness of it uh, next week. But, 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 but before we jump into that, Kara, I did yeah. want to share a stat with listeners that Kara and I found out a couple weeks ago. It's that the Grieving Mamas Club is being listened to in 20 countries 20 countries baby what i still i still cannot even that's amazing i can't either like i i i can't like that's wild yeah thank you guys yeah and so thank you for sharing like yes if you are one of our international listeners i thank you um, thank you for letting us be a part of your grief journey. Thanks for sharing with your friends. Thanks for showing up for us. But like my heart was like 20 countries. <laughs> can't my heart can't handle it. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, it's wild. It's wild. And it, it goes to show that grief truly is universal. I think I might have said yeah. this in one of our earlier episodes, but it's a quote that really sticks with me. It's like grief is a universal thing that is unique to everyone. So like everyone is going to experience grief, which is again, as we've said, wild that 
it's such a taboo topic, but everybody's going to experience grief, but how we experience it is unique to us. And yeah, having different countries listen to me and you yammer on is yeah. proof of that. Well, and listen, you know, like you said, it is so taboo, but we're trying to change that too. You know, just by having this presence here and on social media, you know, people are still kind of like, me and family, my family members are like, so like, are you okay, dude? Like, I'm like, I'm, well, I'm not better than ever, let's be real, but like, yeah. <laughs> but, but yes, I'm, I'm great, but it's because I've learned that talking about it helps True. and that is like probably like the biggest thing too. So totally. Yeah. We're here to change that. So let's keep talking about it. Keep feeling your feels because it gets you to the other side. It makes things just a smidge easier. True. So yeah. true. Yeah. So Kara, what have you been up to? Girl, I don't even know. Like, how do I even recap the past eight weeks? Oh. I, it's only And it's only been eight? Like, it feels like it's been three years. And Brooksy Boy is one now. Yeah, Brooks is one. Okay. Um, He had his first birthday in January, early January. So he had, he's still not work. He's not walking. He's crawling. He's fast. We, um... We actually got like the, you know, as you listeners might remember, Brooks was diagnosed with hemophilia at birth. And so we're navigating that um, diagnosis. Oh, I'm sure you're going to be navigating and understanding that like every stage of his life. Absolutely. Absolutely. There is a cure. Well, they are working on a cure for it. So that's my only hope. Um, Hopefully in 10 years. That would be, please God. So anyway. We, our house is in full on, it's just an absolute asshole of kid shit. And we have like this big, huge, giant playpen, which we probably should have had. Look, in all actuality, like looking back, probably should have had this with Ellie because it would have been wildly helpful. I have had the same thought. I was like, why didn't I have one of these? Like a Rugrats style playpen. Yes. Yes, it's huge, and we even get like some like you know like that, that foamy exercise floor. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. it's like cute. It's got like it's skip hop, so they always have like cute fun designs. Mm-hmm. So we made you know it's it's functionality baby shit, but make it cute, um, as cute as you can be. But it takes up our entire living room. Mm-hmm. But you know what? We could still live our life, and Brooks can still live his, and he is climbing up and you know playing with his toys, and he's still able to explore in a safe zone. So yeah. I mean. Yeah, he's got hemophilia, but like, he's still living his life and still doing his his damn thing. We've we've Yay. had a couple scares, but he takes we give him his medicine every other week, and you know we're good. There are tough days, so I'm not gonna lie. But yeah, and then sure. Ellie Ellie is five, and so now we are navigating. That's like okay, so we have the diagnosis grief journey now that we have been thrusted on, and now the other one is. As you too know, Rashida, we have our oldest are both five years old now, and we're preparing for kindergarten. Why do they feel like they're like we're shipping them off to college? This is my old. I know. You know, I was talking to a friend of mine recently about she, or so her baby just turned one, and she's like stopping pumping and and this wow, blessed. I know. Um, and so she's stopping pumping. This is her first. She's just like I feel some kind of way because I feel like for so long like for a whole year I've been 
wrapped in this like I'm a new mom I'm a pumping mom like I'm my identity yeah it's identity yes and so I was like you know what I get that and I to an extent feel some kind of way that same way about Dom turning five because I've identified as a toddler mom uh-huh like thus far this entire like my motherhood journey and five uh-huh. is just like just out of toddlerhood like uh-huh. to me five is like the babies of the kids like yeah they're you're a baby kids I was up yeah 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 a thousand percent yeah thousand percent yes and so like I'm having some feelings about that you're a baby kid have you seen there's a um I saw a TikTok that was like I mean thirty year olds are just like the babies of the adults <laughs> and. And twenty year olds are just the old the olds of the babies. Yeah. She like she like goes on to say she's like sixty. Sixty is the babies of the old. Yeah. <laughs> like like I mean she's not wrong. She's not wrong. She's not wrong. But the I feel like five year olds are the baby kids. Like they're yeah. still baby. Like they're still toddlery. Yeah. But they're like moving into like, like seven and eight is a kid. Yeah. Oh, I know. Uh, I know. I know. I know. And there is. Yeah. To get, go back to what you're saying, there is some kind of like weird grief journey with it. Like some weird, like I'm having a weird, like he's five. <laughs> it's five. Yeah. He, yeah. She's five. And am I ready for this? The homework? Probably math. I know. Albeit easy. Um, I, I don't want to deal with it. That sounds terrible. But no, I mean, no, I, I feel literally the exact same way. It's just hard. It's hard to imagine folding that into like by the time you pick up the kids from daycare, preschool, whatever. It's like a mad dash to get these fuckers fed, bad, bathed into bed by seven at eight o'clock at night and then you then it's time for you to do the same feed and bathe and have some time with your spouse and then have some time to yourself my god i know i skipped straight to me listen (laughs) i know okay honestly we like our together time lately during the in the evenings well actually it's on sunday nights for it's like part of the yellowstone series it's 19 this 1923 Yeah. Oh yes. my God. I, I and so that's yeah. So that's our that's what we watch together, and that's it. Um, you know. But then we, well, listen. Yeah, so we get plenty. You guys, you know, we get plenty of together time elsewhere. Yes. Yeah. No. I skip in the evenings. I'm like, so I'm gonna. I'm gonna go upstairs. A book. Yeah. I'm gonna read over here. Um. Yes. Yeah. You're right. You're right. I, I am also. It is a them going to kindergarten. Like I've started because I'm a planner. We were both account managers, so planning is what we do. Um, mm-hmm. Also, like our actual life has to change. Like the yeah. the kindergarten hours, yeah, different. Like I I just feel like yeah. that is it's going to be a like I weren't gonna have to be home with me in the mornings because school opens at like eight thirty. So like I'll drop him like my life our lives are going to change yeah like the actual yeah. like what we say they're done with school at three yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you, okay. So you yeah. have the wake. Okay. To wake clocks. Walk me through this. What are these? Cause we clearly don't need them. <laughs> Luck, no. Knock on wood. What time do your kids get up then? On the weekends? Oh, God, I really don't, don't want to jinx it. myself. Oh, I'm don't really... say it, Kara. What is it? Is it 8? 30? <laughs> 5? In 30 seconds? <laughs> yeah, Brooks is sleeping until 8.30. Um, but that's if we're, like, up pretty late. I know. I'm a, also a terrible mom. I've already kept him up till like, 10.30 at night, which... no, I do uh, that. We do that on the weekends. But I know with a one-year-old, I feel like it's, like, kind of naughty. But, like, eh, I know. Whatever. We'll have a fun, you know? He's got to learn young. Um, yeah. Ellie will sleep. Ellie will sleep till 9. If she doesn't, if she doesn't um, stay out super late. Yeah, she'll probably sleep till 8. Yeah. Stay out super late. Like, she's yeah. partying. If she's yeah. Oh, yeah. Friend. Yeah. Uh, if she's not raging with her mom and dad and brother. Yeah. Then. <laughs> so, by 9 o'clock. On a weekend, uh huh. Like we've already made pancakes. Yeah, we've probably already made a couple forts uh-huh. because the Dinehart children are bright-eyed and bushy-tailed by no later than six thirty. We have to alternate who sleeps in. Oh wow! Well, that's also something we need to work on over here because you know Brooks. Like it depends. Like generally, he wakes up at seven, but he will sleep till eight. Depends again mm-hmm. if we're out late. Guess who's getting up all the time? Mm-hmm. That, that's mm-hmm. another. That's another topic potentially. Something. It is the invisible motherhood. The invisible load of motherhood. Yes. The invisible load. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. So the okay to wait clocks. Yeah. Were a result of so Parker was at the we. Ben and I were each traveling, like, in November. Yeah. We were each traveling every other week. Like, so every week one of us was gone from October oh. from October through mid-November. Business travels back, baby. Yes. And so we essentially, like, caused Parker's sleep habits to be an absolute fucking dumpster fire. Like, so because, yeah. because the way... We were surviving. Mm-hmm. And yeah. In life, but two is all about surviving. Uh, but the yeah. way we were surviving was that basically, whoever was home with the kid, like whatever you had to do to get them to sleep and like give yourself a moment was like okay with the other one, like yeah. the other parent. So, like, if you weren't following bedroom protocols, we didn't care. If you were giving 17 candy bars and then making them run down the street naked and come back. The other parent didn't care. Like, whatever you had to do to, like, get them down. Because, like you said, there is something, like, absolutely hellish to me about the hours of 5 to 7. It's absolute. It's horrible. We Mm -hmm. It it happened again tonight. Uh Brian's like, is everything okay? And I'm like, I have two people who are crying at me because they're starving. Plus a dog who's like... I'm also starving. Like, I too am starving. So, I'm making us dinners. Yeah, I am also cleaning the dishes, putting away dishes. Actually, he was helping with that. But, like, I'm also packing breakfast and lunch and snack for the next day. Um, Ellie has gymnastics. We have podcasts. We have shit to do, places to be right at 7 and 7.30. 
Like, yes, yes. It's, and it, it causes, it, yeah. it's just like a special hell to me. And so thank you for that. that. Yeah. Here to validate. Oh. I don't love, I don't love it. It's just too much. Like you're trying to come down from your day. Your kids are also that little humans trying to come down from their Yes. Day. Like that is, that's why they're angry. That's also a very important distinction that is incredibly important. Yes. And so like everybody's trying to decompress, but like your little kids can't decompress without your help. Like it's just, I hate it. Anyway. Yeah. So all that yeah. to say, knowing that it sucks as much as it did, we were just like, however you can get the kids fed, bathed, and bathed sometimes. Sometimes that wasn't even on the docket. Absolutely. In two beds is what you had to do while you were solo parenting. So as a result, yep. though, we had kids. Clean butts, full heart. Let's go. Yes. Yeah. But we had like kids sleeping on couches. Everybody's taking melatonin. Parker's sleeping on the floor in our room. Dom's still in his fucking sleeping bag. Like it was, it was, we were like, you could probably come into our house at 830 and be like, what is going on in the House of Commons? Like, why is there a child over there? Why is that mom just sitting on the couch between two kids rocking back and forth drinking wine? Like, (laughs) it is. It was, it so totally by our own fault and laziness parker's sleep schedule got effed like absolutely yeah so she got to a point where like she it took her two hours to go to sleep so we'd try to start the process at like 7 30 by 9 30 at night she was still screaming oh we couldn't we couldn't stay consistent because we were tired uh-huh. so we would also like give in to whatever she said so like uh-huh. she would be like she and she's overtired over. at that point yeah mm-hmm. and so like she wants to sleep on the floor so we'd put her on the floor in her room and then i'd have to sleep on the floor or ben would have to sleep on the floor she woke up like easily no exaggeration two to three times a night as a two and a half year old you like, know we once you like when you have a newborn, you expect that going into it. But yeah. once you get that first night of sleep, get that little taste of like a six-hour stretch, and then there's any slight hint of sleep regression, it is such, it's like a Mack truck hitting you, and you it cannot, is. Rec- it's like, you're like, what just happened? What like, you can't, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's like, yeah, you have to redo all that. Oh, my God, it's terrible. Yes, and so then she was also like, we don't live this way, Parker. We don't live this way. We sleep. No. And she was also like wanted the door open. So like uh-huh. she would sleep with her door open. And then Dom also sleeps with his door open. And so then like she would be like in her crib. And I, you can see, we can see each other from our bed. Like I can see her <laughs> from our bed. I'm like, oh, guys, so, like, it's you. Yeah. She would be in there with the door open screaming. And I would just be like trying to fucking read a book. Yeah. Yeah, because you get sun out. Yeah. Like, okay, these fucking melatonin work. I know. For for you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like trying to turn off the light and like read in the dark, and she's still like, (laughs) (laughs) so we get to the absolute end of our ropes by mid December, and we did something we never, we said we would never do, but we got a sleep consultant. Oh, okay, great. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You are at the end of your rope. Yeah. We were. We were. So we paid the equivalent of a Beyonce ticket. Actually, more 
more. We did not, or we paid Beyonce's more. We paid like for a Taylor Swift ticket. Okay. To literally have this woman be like, yeah, well, you got to close the door and you got to stick to your guns. And we were like, oh, for fuck's sake. I mean, and it was, but it was what, you know, like when you're like, yeah, you're out of decision, like you have like decision fatigue, like you can't, yeah, for paralysis, like you can't every day. Yeah. Like you've every day at 5 p.m. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Like you've made so many decisions that you can't, like, and so, like, I just felt like the two of us were like, I don't know. Yeah. I just need someone to tell me what to do. Yeah. Like, I just need someone to tell me what to do. And so this woman was wonderful, but like, she, yeah. So we like tell her a whole life story about how we got here. And she's like, yeah, well, a couple things. Like, obviously, Parker's like super off her sleep schedule because you guys were traveling. Also, like, she's manipulating you guys. Also, like, you need to fucking close the door. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, because it's a fire hazard. She was like, and it's annoying to you. (laughs) It's like, yeah, annoying to me. Yeah. (laughs) And so we, she's like, you need to reestablish the sleep routine. So we like tried a whole bunch of random stuff. Like we were doing like yoga to see if we can calm our bodies down. Huh. nighttime spray and like so we oh. got back into a routine that basically cues her again that it's bedtime and then we were doing the be right back method again probably oh. could have came up with this on our own yeah but it worked what's the be right back method well you literally put her down uh-huh you <laughs> trick her <laughs> what <laughs> so you literally put her down into to her crib so you do the whole nighttime routine I will rock her for like three minutes. We'll sing we'll, while we're singing a song. We'll put her in her crib. She likes for us to sit for like another two minutes and then uh-huh. we leave. And so you're supposed to say the sleep experts like you you go like you pat her on the back, you put her in her crib, and then you say like I will be back in five minutes, and you like come up with some adult excuse for like why you have to leave, and then you do come back. So you come back once. So like okay okay you got okay so you do come back you do have to come back yes yeah and you do yeah. that for a while so that she trusts that you will come back and then eventually yeah. you stop coming back but the problem is <laughs> yes but so but you're supposed to come up with some like adult boring thing so that she doesn't want to do it too uh-huh and so i so have to go do the dishes but when I tell you, like, every, for some strange reason, I feel like I need to give her a different excuse every night. Yeah. And every, every single night, I'm like, I was like, so I'll be back, Parker. I'm going to walk outside and I'll touch the air. Yeah. <laughs> like, I gotta go by. <laughs> Ben was like, why don't you just say the same damn thing every night? And I was like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't I know, Ben. Yeah. It, like, it's like I get like a, I get like a weird like like stage fright or something. Like, all of a sudden, I'm like, I'm going to put on my PJs. I've got to go reorganize the pantry. Yes, it's like I've got to go fold the driveway. Be right back. Gotta go by. Okay, so when you come back, is she still up or was she? 
She there were nights when she would be screaming still, so you do the whole thing again and then like, like, All right, I have what to the whole thing. But like you like, not the whole routine, but you're like okay. okay, like pat her back and you're like, you can sit for two more minutes and then you can be like, Okay, I have to go. I'm not coming back, it's nighttime, like blah blah blah. And so then we trained her to use her okay to wait clock. So her okay to wait clock turns green when it's time for her to wake up. So okay. she, and she won't we won't come get her before then. Does she climb out of her crib? She does not. Oh, dang good. Good, good, good. Yeah. Good girl. She does not. And Jackie. so she, her okay to wait clock is set for 6.30 and literally at 6.30, you can hear her go, mommy. And then when you open the door, she points to the clock and goes. Can you please try to get this re- yeah. on recording? I mean. That's what she does. Oh. Moral of the story though. The slicks, the sl- we are sleeping again so much so Good. that during Christmas break, like we, so we started this right before Christmas break. It took her about a week of like absolutely screaming oh. at us and like, oh, yeah. it, like sleep training all over again. Yeah, oh, I, and then yeah, I can't handle that. Rough. And then Terrible. a week yeah. after that, Ben and I found ourselves so well slept and with so much time on our hands, we started playing fucking video games. Huh? We played a video game. We played a couple's video game. For a couple what? Days. Mm-hmm. Wait, did do you like did you like used to like this or something? Or no. like a found you're like, yeah, this is a newfound hobby. Oh my god, my husband would shit. If you were like, I'd like to play a video game. Yeah, he'd be like, what? This, okay. Well, I, I will say this video game is funny and it requires both of you to play. It's called It Takes Two. The okay. storyline is so stupid but funny. Mm-hmm. Um and it's on Xbox. It he Ben had like read somewhere else that some other couple was playing it and so he was like i want to try it you absolutely the two of you have to work together to complete like one person can't do everything okay like you need one person to like it's like those like live yeah like i need you to do drop off because i'm gonna do pickup because i have an 8 30 and you're gonna do pickup because you have a 3 or 4 30 or whatever yeah yeah okay it's so So, yeah for like our wise video game okay several nights we played this game and drank you you were did you also take off take some time off during christmas between christmas and new year's yeah for our job yeah we were our office was close it was wonderful oh my god that's so amazing we had like that, those two weeks or a week and a half, whatever it was, felt like a longer time of the children. But it um, is tough, as everyone knows, working. It is tough. Yeah. Brian was off, which is super helpful. But having that time off is such a game changer for everybody. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's like a fun time of year. You can have fun. Lot to do, lot to see. Stay up late, uh, watch all the Christmas movies. Be a sl- an absolute slug because we've been absolute slug. Year. Yeah, not I like. Yeah, and December's are so. I mean, you know this. Ellie Belly's birthday is in November. I just feel like yeah. from Thanksgiving through. So I have, da- like Thanksgiving. Then two weeks later is Dom Ben's birthday. Look, like, yeah. Ben and his dad share a birthday, and Dom's birthday is the next day. Yeah. And so we. I just feel like I'm running and getting to that. We had a birthday party because it was his fifth birthday. Mm-hmm. And then I, and then it's Christmas. Then it's like, you're trying to fit in all these holiday parties. Like, I just feel like by the time, like by the time on Christmas Eve, not Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, when I went to sleep, I was like, that's it. She's created all the magic. So yeah, the holidays were just long. Yeah. Yeah. And it feels like I 
feel like we're just now first starting to get out of that because then you, then then it's the new year and mm-hmm. you're like, oh my god, I feel like a a still a slug and like all of the wreck that I the drinking and the eating and the laying around and like mm-hmm. you know like bye bye go to sleep little Peloton I'll be back and see you a little bit later couple months I got on mm-hmm. it for the first time yesterday and boy I needed that did you have two days were you so where's your butt sore again um it's not too my bad. butt oh, actually when I go when I'm off of it for a while and I get back on my butt gets so sore yeah I could I know what you mean no my yeah. Uh, I do a little wiggle right now, a little tight. You're like, oh, it's not bad. All right, yeah. Bad? It's hurt worse. You might. So, tune day. Okay, let me let me just clue you in a little. Uh, you know, we know we love her. So, she has these 30 minute. Um, you gotta choose 30 minutes with tune day. Um, her rides with weights. This mm-hmm. she got. She just goes from it's like three minutes of cycling and three minutes of arm. It's like I love that. It's like. You get such a good arm workout and a good Ooh, full body good workout. Yeah. Yes. I love, love those. Cannot highly recommend those enough. All right. Speaking of Tune Day, I think I already told you, I read her book. Yes, recently. I need to. Yeah. And, excuse me. I, it is a, yeah, just burping over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In my glasses are on sideways. Um, so her book, so Tune Day Oine has a, a book called speak out and I think I was I was texting you about it Kara it is wonderful like it is a she's she is a she's gone through a ton of grief in her life she has lost her mom her dad and her little brother all in the span of like maybe 10 years I don't even know if it was 10 years so like that her brother was 19 oh and then her dad and then her mom like a year or two after her dad oh Um, boy and so they were a family of five. She has two older brothers, so they were a family of five, and now they're a family of three. Or no, sorry. That would be six. Family of six, and now they're a family of three. Um, and so math. Um, but her book was just it was it like our podcast, I feel like it did a wonderful job of telling the griefy parts, but also being a little bit uplifting. Like it wasn't it I just really enjoyed it it was the first book i read this year okay i had that i had that on loan from the library and just never picked it up i am wildly overdue with this other one that i have um i started to read it it's called it's called designing your life well lived or something i think it's pretty popular but i got into a couple pages and i just felt like it was giving me homework and i just don't Ah, i'm not in a space in my life where i have time for that so I just, if I'm going to be sitting to read, it's out of pure enjoyment. So yep. um, that one's going back and I'm going to for sure pick up this Tune Day one because I I love her. She is just... Me too. Yeah. Just a brightest ray of sunshine. She, in that her book reads like that. Like, so it tells yeah, I can you see that. that she does a good job of like literally explaining the deepest, deepest, I feel like there was a quote that she let me see if I have it because I wanted to make it into oh no I hope I didn't lose it there was like a quote a really good grief quote somewhere in my phone I need to find yeah um, from there too so she did a really good job of just like talking about grief but also not making it so deep dark and despairing that I felt like sad afterwards yeah so it's awesome okay good I'm gonna pick I'm gonna pick that bad boy up the other one that people are reading are it ends after us or 
It, you... I just got that from the library. I, okay. It, start, it starts with us. Starts it, with us. In, it ends with us is the other book, the first uh -huh. book, and it starts okay. with us is, yes. Yes. Okay, yes. So, read... start, so start with it ends with us, right? Correct. Okay. Yes. I have no idea what that book's about, but people love it, so I'm like, okay, I'll try. Uh, I thought it was just okay, but I do want to finish. Okay. I, I'm in the minority. I am apparently very much in the minority of that. People are like, that's the greatest book of all time. And I'm like, I don't know about that. Well, you know, they also said that about that. What's that gray book? Like with, with Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, yeah. And I read and some of really that. awfully written. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this I is not like a prude or anything, but like yeah. a prude. My 80 or 50? Yes. Oh, you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know, uh, you know. Yes. No, I, that, so that's my next book I'm going to read as well. I have a, um, so I'm not big into, I swear listeners, we're going to wrap it up soon. Um, I think not. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> I'm not big into like New Year's resolutions. Like, yeah, no. I don't. I don't do like lose fifty pounds or like anything like that. And I don't. I'm. I actually try really, really hard not to assign like a numeric goal to something I need to do because if I don't hit it, then I feel like a failure. So I try not to do that. Mm -hmm. But. I read 25 books last year. I don't know it. Yes, 25 books last year. And so I want to be able to do that again this year. Yeah, I think that that is an amazing goal. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Pumped, pumped about that. Cause I, yeah. And I'm already like four books in. So damn. I should hit it. Yeah, I should hit it. The other thing that you have spoke about in like season one that you were on this much more of like an intuitive eating journey and yeah, more about like just accepting your body for what it is after all it's been through. You brought two huge, beautiful babies into the world mm -hmm. and we've got to make sure that we can touch on that because I know that you talk about it a lot on Instagram about mm -hmm. just like, hey, you know, I used to be this. I may not ever be that again and that's okay, but like you are... You have a lot of self-love, and I think that's, like, really important. It's definitely a common theme these days with, like, the mom bod and, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. all of that. Yes, and I've also, I'm really proud of myself for having gone yeah. last year without dieting or giving in to diet culture or thinking. I mean, I, I obviously have moments where I'm like, good God, I could be, like, I could lose 10 pounds. I could blah, 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 but, like. I read enough books last year based in science about how diets just simply don't work. Yeah. Um, and I had, I think I might have said this in an episode, but I um, was at a wedding, the, uh, one of my little cousin's wedding, which is actually the oh, first yeah. after mine. My mom, my aunt, yeah, your mom. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And my aunt came up to me and was like, you literally have your mom's body. And... I'm just kind of chills. But so, but here's the thing. Here's the thing with that comment. It's both uh, good and bad. It's both uh, good and bad. So, like, I would have always probably said my mom was on the chubbier side. Like, what, 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 yeah. what we now, what we now say is thick. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I would have been like, she's three C's. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. Thick a couple C's. She had, she had boobs. She had butt. She had hips. She had all those things. Uh -huh. And so, and I was always a skinny little twig. And so for my aunt to say that, she actually meant it as a compliment because yeah. she was like, you got the boobs, you got the butt, you got the curbs, like you look good. Like, you look, yeah. Yeah. She's like, you look happy and healthy is what she was yeah. trying to say is what she said. Right. And so like she, that was the moment I was like, oh, so this is just my body. 
<laughs> that's how let me tell you that's how I took it when I heard that I pictured it and I was like oh my god yes that is a, such a compliment because ha- I I heard that as happy and healthy and mm-hmm. it's your mom now if someone would have told me that I probably would have had I would have had the same exact reaction my mom also was oh we struggled with weight so yeah and I tell oh, yeah I don't want to look like that I want to look better than that yes but then I was just like so but that but that means like genetically this is literally just my body like yeah exactly. my mom like my mom was also really skinny before she had kids too so like yes genetically yep. mm-hmm. this is my body am I going to make different like not even different choices but like I want to live a long life and yep. I yep. think being who we are Kara and like moms who've lost mom it's like wildly important for me to be able to be here as long as possible for like my kids and I really want to be able to like run around with my grandchildren and so like I work out to keep my body feeling good and I eat healthy ish yeah to keep my body feeling good also like it's all about how I feel and longevity for me than it is about like fitting right to size two I'll never be a two again no no that's not where happiness lies absolutely mm-hmm. not happiness lies when you can get up from the floor and not be like oh my god it sucks down here I can't get down here and play Barbies or cars with yeah. my kids and that's where I was getting and I'm trying to turn it around but like that sucks. I don't want to. I'm 37. I'm 37. Like I right. not feel that way. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Time yeah. to shape, shape, get. That's yeah. Anywho, hundred percent. I know. I think that also. You know, my mom lost her mom as an adult. Like would like, I was 13, so I was, you know, in high school. My brother was mm-hmm. a little bit younger than, that. but you know, she lost her mom um, well into her adulthood. So mm-hmm. I don't. I just. I would. At times I like ask her to myself, obviously, like, mom, is this how is now I know how you felt? Is this how you feel? Is this how you mm-hmm. felt? But I've never thought to ask her, did you ever want to, well, I already know the answer. Um, did you ever want to be healthier than, you know, my, my grandma passed away at 77, which is kind of young, you know, mm-hmm. um, she went to the doctor. My mom did not. So like, mm-hmm. that's my answer. So mm-hmm. Anywho, I oh, now knowing, like you said, we lost our mom so young. We want mm-hmm. to live forever and be there for our kids because we don't want them. I mean, I just don't want them to experience that. I guess it both. Oh. Right. Yeah. And so I, I make choices to take care of myself so that I can be my best me. But my best me is not conventionally skinny no and i'm cool with that yeah i've yeah. got new clothes exactly exactly they feel that yeah i can wear jeans now that that don't hurt they're not leggings but they're our office appropriate jeans and that's fine yeah tis tis anyway i think that we that we did a sufficient job of recapping the past eight weeks and then some i'm sure but yes. guys we are so not guys gals gal pals we are so excited to be back 
hit the ground running. Maybe I don't know. Life happens. Life, life do be happening. Kara, yeah. listener, listeners, Kara now knows what it's like to be a mom of two for a year, and she's oh. tired. Oh God, it's so I tired. feel like we're gonna have to do a follow up episode. Because remember we did, like, I gave you all of the the pointers of, like, we did going from one yes. to two with just me talking yeah. to you. Yeah. <laughs> I think we got to do a follow-up of, like, you just being like, okay, listen. Yeah. Absolutely. Add it to the list. All right, girls. <laughs> thanks so much for listening to the Groovy Mamas Club podcast. When times get tough, just remember, you're a badass bee and you got this, mama. <laughs> <laughs>